I'm Adam. And I'm Meg. And we're going to watch Breaking Bad. In reverse. Breaking Backwards? Hey there, everybody. It's me, Meg. And me, Adam. And you're here for another exciting episode of Breaking Backwards, the show where we listen to or watch Breaking Bad backwards and then talk about it too much uh, and then also bullshit. So welcome and buckle up because here we go with some more bullshit. Yup, and this is now the new spinoff show, Breaking Backwards Coast to Coast, baby! <laughs> this is uh, weird because of the three-hour time difference. I feel like we're somehow traveling. Time it's 9.50 where I am. It's 9.50? It's only 6.50. I have a whole night of shenanigans to get That's up to. That's wild. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're right here live from the heart of Brooklyn. Uh, if you hear a little whoosh... That's the M train, baby. Oh, you're right by the M? Where Where does that take you? I don't know. I've ridden the subway once and I got lost. Oh, no. Well, I'm sure Tra- you'll figure that out real soon. Yeah, so in Chicago, it's like the trains. They go by a color. Here, there seems to be, and maybe I'll, maybe I'll figure it out, seems to be colors, letters, numbers, and shapes. Uh, <laughs> what shapes and I are don't, there? Well, they're square and circle. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> so so squares and circles. Yeah, squares and circles, and uh, yeah, there's sometimes they got letters in them, sometimes they got numbers in them. Who's to make sense of it all? Uh, but yeah, no, I tried to go to a Target the other day, buy a trash can, then I just let the trash can uh, back. I got lost two times. <laughs> I I miss Chicago for its public transportation. I also miss Chicago just because. I felt like a fucking G running around that city. I just felt, I felt dope, man. It was a, yeah, it was a cool place. It's a cool, yeah. I, I'm liking it here. I, uh, I get a half hour from my lunch break. I can get so many errands done in that <laughs> half hour. Yesterday, I bought a tape measure, a piece of furniture, and a bunch of groceries in that half hour, all within walking distance from my home. And well, where, when did you eat your lunch? Oh later <laughs> okay well it, it's my lunch break yeah but i i think i microwaved some chicken that i ate while i worked that makes that's sense. the trick to utilize your lunch break you got to eat while you work and then use your lunch break for you time that's yeah it's like a little mini vacation in the middle of your mm-hmm. day so there you go yep. yep 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 uh but anyway no good stuff uh everyone should move to new york good time <laughs> uh so in this week's episode of breaking bad it was i can't remember the name but you could tell me Maybe. Uh, it's called Cornered. Oh, yeah. No, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually, does it? Like, is it... Who was cornered? I'm trying to even figure that out. Well, kind of Jesse in the house. Wait. Oh, yeah. The meth house? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> okay, we guys, we figured it out. <laughs> uh, so... We're going to go ahead, I think, and start this week's episode off with a little visit to our favorite roadside destination, the... And then do you want to... Okay, now this one's a little... A little bit of a cheat, mm. uh, but in lieu of me moving out of the heartland, I would like to say that 9% of our audience is in the great state of Iowa. That is a cheat. It's a little bit of a cheat. Am I most of that 9%? Probably. I think honestly, you and people directly related to you who look similar to you, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks definitely... Well, yeah. <laughs> it seems to be... The cities in Iowa are specifically... West Des Moines and Mason City, which is where the lake house is, and then cities in between those two places. So <laughs> probably on drives is what uh, the data is telling me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that you got to pander to Iowa now. I can't. I have to pander to Iowa. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I guess I can help. Okay, so, gee, Iowa, thank you for tuning in. I sure mm-hmm. think that your Iowa City has... A nice university in it. 
Actually, it's a Corona hotspot right now, so you probably shouldn't bring that up. How am I supposed to... You just... It's its in the news, Meg. You sound insensitive. Okay. All right. Well, also, so, New York City is becoming a Corona hotspot again, so maybe we shouldn't have brought up the whole beginning of the show. That's true. That's true. It is a so Corona hotspot. So maybe we hotspot. both seem insensitive? God, this is two Panderdoms in a row where <laughs> we just kind of fell on our faces. I looked... Uh, Women, I think we were at 19% last week, was it? Yes. Yeah, 18% this week. They they just tuned out the second we they tried tuned, to. They went, hmm. <laughs> collectively. And that, that noise I just made, a little sexist. Yeah, that was a little, whenever I get exasperated, I go, ugh. So, yeah. you know. And when I get, to be fair, it, I guess, because that is the noise I make when I get exasperated, which is, <laughs> <laughs> I hear you do that a lot. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. when you're building furniture. Um, um, but I, Iowa, good, good, good place. Uh, you got my parents there. They're nice. Oh, my uh, friend Kelsey's from Iowa. Kelsey's from Iowa Falls. Iowa Falls seemed like a pretty place. Yeah, you got you got my high school there. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, and in uh, Iowa City, I guess we'll talk about it. Uh, is there too? That's nice. It's where I went to college. Yes. Um, uh, oh, so you get I, to bring up Iowa City, but when I bring up Iowa City, it's a problem. Well, I lived in Iowa City, so I feel like I can talk about. Iowa City. My right? sister's husband's dad is a law professor at that university. So can I talk about it? That okay. You're very you're very much saying I have Iowa City friends, so it's cool when I say <laughs> Iowa City. Okay, you're right. I am saying that. Uh, yeah, Iowa. Yeah. You also have uh, corn. Oh, the Iowa State Fair. The Iowa State Fair, which I imagine has deep fried Oreos. Definitely has deep fried Oreos. Definitely had them. They got the butter cow. It's a big cow they make out of butter. It's Ooh. a sculpture. They make it every year. Okay. Um, co- covers a lot of bagels, that butter cow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they got a they got a Senate race that I kind of want the challenger to win right now. Teresa Greenfield, go vote for her. Go vote for Teresa Greenfield. Not typically a political podcast, but in this episode for you, Iowa, we want the best. Yeah, in the we slip into it every once in a while. But you know what? Uh, if you don't like it, eat a dick. Yeah, mm-hmm. go eat a dick. Those debates were this week. Those are hard to watch. That Get was... Joni Ernst out of there. Boy, that was stressful. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're drifting off of Iowa, so we'll just say, hey, Iowa, you're welcome. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. we're back. Back. I guess uh, we should talk about, I don't know, we can talk about whatever we want, I guess. Nobody but... has ever said we talk too little about Breaking Bad on the Breaking Backwards podcast. That is, yeah, that is a complaint. I feel like I wish you would shut the fuck up about Breaking Bad <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> Listen, we don't have a big audience, but the audience we have tunes in pretty regularly, which is nice. Okay, so they're dedicated. It's a it's a loyal it's a loyal bunch. It's a yes. And so they are fine with us running around playing grab ass, but it, we do got to give them the goods and talk about Breaking Bad eventually, I suppose. Okay, so in this episode, uh, well, we, should we go get our jackets or? <laughs> we definitely need this our jackets per- for this one. It's a particularly cold, cold open. It is a you can see your breath cold open. Probably the coldest open since the premiere. I, I would venture guess that you're completely correct with that. This is a very cold open. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, we open up literally in a freezer. Yes. And we've got mm-hmm. two guys, and they got guns, and they are breathing, and you can see mm-hmm. the frost on their breath, and they're, you know... They seem... Sorry? Yeah. Oh, sorry. They're They're talking about how cool it is to be able to breathe well. <laughs> they're just like, boy, oh boy, isn't it great to have these fully functioning lungs and watch as mm-hmm. I exhale and this mist. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a whole conversation about it. Yep. Sounded like they were recording me and Meg because we talk about that all the time. That's what we talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but then just as they were about to really get into the science behind that, mm-hmm. uh, someone gets the truck shot stops. Someone gets shot. And they start hearing, like, construction noises. And so they uh, ready themselves only to find that the uh, CO, t- they're, they're going to get, like, gassed. I don't know exactly how to put it. What's yeah, the right they take the exhaust from the truck and they poop it back inside the back of the truck. 
And so, and guess who did that? It's the cartel guys, including Sniper McSnipeface. Yep, Snipey McSnipe-a-doo-dog, uh, our friend the Sniper. <laughs> yeah, he's he's there. And they eat sandwiches. Yeah, and uh, chips and an apple. They they just have a oh, lunch. Oh, yeah, sandwiches yeah. are later, you're right. Yeah, they just relax, and they mm-hmm. enjoy these men freaking out. I thought that, like, if I were... Those dudes. I guess the most direct shot of the people trapped inside the truck uh, is to shoot towards the back. But if they were just trying to like get out, but also get one over on the people who got them, I would have fired wildly all around me and so hope I, I hit them. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, I think they're probably just focused on like we know for sure they were in the back of the truck because they have locked the truck from opening. Uh, here's hoping they're still there. Yeah. And then I don't, could you? Okay, I don't know a lot about guns. Me neither. I feel like, and maybe I don't have the stillness of mind that you would need because you're scared. I would try to like, this is stupid. Bullet hole up a little door. So like, and then to the side, and then down, and then I kick a little like entrance out for myself. I agree. I don't know why they didn't have the, like you said, the ability to go like, I'll just do like a something out of a Looney Tunes and make a bullet door. You know, <laughs> would it not work? I, 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 I don't know. Would it I, not work? I don't know that they cover this in gun school, so I don't know why they didn't try it. They were desperate. They were desperate enough to like just pull, shoot little holes. Like, why couldn't they just, yeah, be, uh, you know four or five inches away from the actual, like, door mm-hmm. itself and shoot out a bullet door. I don't know. I don't know. You're right. I did so bad in gun school. You did bad in gun school? Did you actually go to gun school? I have actually taken a hunter safety course, uh, and it was the with my dad and brother, and it was the day after I had first gotten drunk as a 16-year-old. Jesus Christ. Uh, and I was so hungover and should not have been holding a gun. <laughs> but I had to hide it from my father. Yeah. And, I, uh, he, oh, that's sorry. Funny. No, I was just thinking about how I've never, I was never drunk as a teenager. So I don't, oh. I can't relate to that experience at all. I mean, yeah, not a good choice. Uh, I, someone ha- I, I really <laughs> wanted all those kids to like me. I mean, that seems like as good of reason as any to get drunk. Uh, mm-hmm. but I was just thinking out loud that like, oh, that's a thing. I was such a like goody two shoes as a kid. Cause my dad was a cop. That I like mm. felt like, oh, I just won't get drunk because it's the law. And I didn't because it was the law. Uh, but I never will know that I can, every time I have a hangover, I can just say, I got a hangover. I drank too much. And my parents will go, that was dumb, but it's not mm-hmm. something we can punish you for. And I go, that's right. Um, so my, my dad was an insurance broker, um, which I think is a glorified Ponzi scheme. So I was like, I can break all kinds of rules. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, isn't. Mm-hmm. Isn't being an insurance broker basically like selling gambling? I don't know exactly. Like, how would you describe it? It seems. And my dad described. He drove with me on the way here, and he actually described it. He does not. He doesn't do that anymore. But he's describing like how they used to, uh, before that Obama guy got in and started tightening some of this stuff up. How they used to really goose the system. (laughs) Uh, Uh, It might have actually been no. He, it might have. He he said it was when uh, Hillary started uh, whispering some stuff into that bill guy's ears. And that's when they started closing that up. Yeah, because he hasn't worked in insurance for a while. He's done all sorts of different things. Yeah, he's not in it anymore. It's been a long time since he's done that. So now he works for a church. And I'm like, that's probably better. That seems to suit him better, yeah? Yeah, he does good. He does missionary stuff. It's good. That's a good good. job. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Uh, Glad he he works there. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, those boys are dead. Everybody else is having lunch, and that it, oh, and then they go in after they're certain they're dead. Uh, the mm-hmm. the people from the cartel go in and they take a specific jug of uh, fry batter and they leave, and that's the end. Yeah, of the they open. they blacklight all the fly, fly fry. What is it? Fry, fry batter. batter. Yeah, I almost okay. They blacklight them all, and one has a little black lady star on it, and they take that one. Yes, so that okay. must be the one that has all the meth in it. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, yeah, and then uh, Breaking Bad, produced by Vince Gilligan, comes on, and we go to the White House. And the, oh, yes, the, Sorry, the White's the, House. I didn't even mean that as, like, a joke. Uh, <laughs> the White's House. Yes, 
And Skylar is like doing dishes and there's a voicemail from Hank playing. I'm sorry. It's not from Hank. It's from Walt. Uh, mm-hmm. Hank's not in this episode. At all. Even a little. Nor is on the phone lady, nor is Saul Goodman. It's a it's a tight cast this week. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Walt is on the voicemail saying that he loves Skylar and all these things. Skylar plays it a few times and then she goes to the back room where she... We their bedroom where we find Walt passed out and he's she wakes him up and he's hung over. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I didn't even mean to tie that in. Yeah, he he's like a little sixteen year old me. Yeah, and he's very coquettish about. It. He's like, I'm sorry, I was hung over. I'm <laughs> sorry, I got so drunk. What a word! <laughs> what a wonderful word! I don't know what I said last night, but ooh, like he's a little. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, I just threw my dress over my head. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Skylar's like, you said some shit, man. Like, let's like, talk dude. about this. He's like, <laughs> like, dude, when did you start reading QAnon blogs, man? Yeah, when uh, did you become a men's rights activist? Like, you were talking about all that shit. That's too much shit to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, if you're going to hold me accountable for all the things I say when I'm drunk, we are going to be here a long time. I need mm-hmm. my coffee. Um, yep. But Skylar, with very legitimate complaints and concerns, is like, hey, it seems like you're trying to get found out here because, uh, well, first she she starts crowing about uh, Gail Bedecker. Crowing about? <laughs> what a word. You, d- t- you are on. <laughs> Uh, okay, so she starts, she's worried about, uh, Hank's, I'm sorry, Walt's, uh, (laughs) relationship with Gail, and wonders if she knew who killed him, and if those people would ever come and kill Walt. Yeah, and he's like, nah. (laughs) We good. We good. He's like, you wanna watch Scrubs? Uh, yeah, it's pretty- When I was hungover in college, I would watch Scrubs. That was my ritual. That's interesting. Scrubs has been brought up to me a lot in the last week or so. And I'm, interesting. I'm wondering why. It feels a little synchronous. Um, I don't know. Because it's a classic. It is a good, yeah, it's a classic. Yeah. Good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for that last season. New cast, not good. Oh, yeah. And wasn't JD just around or something? J- yeah, JD was like in the first three episodes and then kind of showed up sporadically and they had another. The, the problem was then they had another, like, gra- she was an intern, and she was the one who, the voiceover, but she wasn't funny, mm. uh, was the problem. There's other people on the show that were still funny, but the your main person wasn't, which was a problem. Mm. Um, they had a, they had, Dave Franco was on, it was really fun. They had another lady doctor who was really funny, but just her not being funny kind of killed it, I think. Huh. Well, I, yeah. I didn't stay with it that long uh, up until that point. I found that, like, the... When they take you down on that show, they took you fucking down, and it was just too much for me to handle. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Oh, well, that's you, where mm-hmm. you and I are different in terms of what yeah. we find entertaining. And you know what? People are different, everyone, and that's okay. And we can still be very good friends, even though we find certain things less entertaining than the other person finds them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> Moving yeah, on. So then, well, yeah, while it's like, like, knock it off, I want a shower. Uh, and, to his wife and his wife is like i don't want to knock it off and please mm-hmm. address this with me uh are those people he's like do you want to hear a fucking monologue because i'll give you one lady he's chomping at the bit to just talk uninterrupted yeah. and stare really intensely at someone you can tell that's you, how it do you think that shit i said to my son a few weeks ago sounds like it's from an acting class let me give you something <laughs> straight out of an acting class we just did zip zap zop and here i go uh, and it ends with, I am the one who knocks. Maybe the most famous line from Breaking Bad. I told you that during the chat. You definitely did call it out because you said it was important that I, I know that going into the scene, I think. I don't know why. I shouldn't. I should have just, I don't know. I probably shouldn't have let you know that before the episode, but whatever. I'm not a perfect person. I, I wasn't, I had no complaints. I'm glad that you let me know that there was a moment that I should pay attention to because sometimes I'll be like, well, everything here seems fine. I'm just going to think about hunks. No. Oh, there's something going on. Uh, <laughs> Had you heard that line before? I don't think so. Oh, that, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like if someone was just like to do like a, let me do a Walter White impression. They'd probably just say like, I am the one who knocks or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's often a thing that happens. So I'm uh, yeah. now I'll have some frame of reference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Uh, Sam Jackson for charity read that monologue one time. Really? Yeah, I forget what it was for, but, like, it was, like, 
some online thing where he would read any monologue from like the highest bidder and that someone picked that and he read it. Was he it, actually kind of, he kind of sucked at it. Yeah. I was going to say like the, it seems like he wouldn't have the subtlety not to, I don't know. It just seems like he'd make I, it super I think intense. He would. I think Sam Jackson's a really good actor. I think he kind of didn't try. Oh, is that it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he should have tried yeah. harder. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> uh, but then, and then Walt's like, oh, I want to be naked. And he does it. Yeah. And we see him naked. He goes all in for it. Absolutely. He goes in the shower. Um, we see a little bit of top ass, right? We see the, the very top, tip top tap of his ass. And uh, I, he's definitely got an old man ass. I don't like looking at those. Uh, the end. But that's, I thought we liked naked Walt. Do we not like naked Walt anymore? I think just that. I think I don't like his butt, man. I think I just he's just uh. got one of those like saddle butts i don't know those like sad old man butts it's not perky yeah not anymore oh man a perky boy butt oh my god yeah can i can Uh, i tell you you about something that happened to me the other day sure i was at the no i hate detours (laughs) on this podcast meg i like a focused show i there were some beautiful men at the pool i was swimming at the pool with my kids and they were all hunky and built and they kept doing flips and dives and tricks into the water. And I just stared at them for a good 10 minutes. And yeah. they had perfect little butts. And I just... Did they have yeah. uh, six packs and eight, or eight packs? They did. Nice. And they had big brawny shoulders. And I said, what did I do to deserve this? It's just a Tuesday. And that's the end of it. <laughs> uh, and it was, it was great. And you know what wasn't there? Sad little old man butts. There was only perky little butts with a good i guess we call it a yaw is it a yaw yeah it would have a certain yaw to it yeah uh, there's a, it's important the under yaw and the over yaw and they're they're different but the both are important to have at the right level mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway it's fun <laughs> that we idolize a body part where the poop comes from yeah it does big it... fan of that uh separation of church and state we do with our minds every time we talk about a butt i agree i don't understand how we we are able to compartmentalize it, but we do. And uh, as a whole society, that just, it just works. We've all ha- come to a silent agreement. Anyhow, so. Yep. Yeah, no, I've been pretty down on America for the last few years, but just the fact that we can do that is. Collectively. Uh, it gives me, yeah. gives me hope. Yeah, we can agree on something and that's butts. Um, mm-hmm. So then he showers and we see his big old scar from, I guess, where his oh, yeah. cancer was. I don't know. Do you have any theories about that? Yeah, I don't know. You guess where you think it's cancer scar? That's the only thing I could think it would be unless he was attacked by a bear at some point. I'm not yeah. sure. We'll find out. I don't know. Maybe he was small. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, then. You want to know what happens next? Oh, yes. He comes out of the shower and his wife is fucking gone. Yeah, she leaves. She takes the baby. That's That was wise of her to take the baby. Mm hmm. And he doesn't know where she got to. And he's like, hmm, fancy that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, she just kind of like uh, is kind of in her own little Hunter S. Thompson world here and just driving around kind of finding herself for most of the episode. Yeah, she kind of, I would call that fucking off. She kind of fucks off a little bit. She goes to the Four Corners Monument and I don't get this, what they're doing visually that much. Really? But she, is it just that she's like, trying to decide if she wants to leave and but she slowly like skirts it back to new mexico i think she's trying to find any reason to stay and even oh. like geography and this coin are like you should probably go uh go to colorado they got things there you could be safe and she's like well i'm gonna make a decision to stay like i'm mm-hmm. still in control of this right i i don't know that it's any any more deep than what you said you know it might i don't know i I was like, does she form a plan that I forgot about? I don't know. I think we're kind of seeing her in the throes of like, I don't know anything that's come before this point, but I feel like if you're looking for like a turning point in her trauma narrative, this is it where she feels like she can't leave, even though Mm -hmm. like everything's kind of telling her that she needs to, you know? Yeah. And I guess after this is kind of when she's like, this Walt guy. Yeah. Yeah. She feels super trapped, but, and she's even Uh, keeping herself trapped. Have you been to that Four Corners Monument? I'm sorry? Have you been to that Four Corners Monument? No, I don't think I have. I don't... No, I haven't, no. It's pretty cool. 
That's, I've never been there, but I like it. You like the concept of it that you could like stand in the middle and be like, look at me. Yeah, I want, I wish every like year the four governors of that state went and held hands in a circle and took a little picture. <laughs> and gave each other little kisses. Yeah, I, they can't do it obviously because of social distancing right now. Yeah. But um, every other year they didn't have an excuse. That's true. It's they've been there for a while, and they should take mm-hmm. advantage of that. Absolutely, that would be very fun. It would uh, cross partisan divides, and I, yeah, I, possibly fix America. I don't know the politics of any particular state of those four. Are they not all the same? Let's look, let's think about this. We got we got Utah, right? Yes, is that one of them? Utah is very conservative. Colorado very, is more Colorado. It was uh, purplish. Now it's pretty blue. Okay. So, so you got that. Then you got uh, what do you got next? You got uh, Wyoming. No, New Mexico and Arizona. Oh, New Me- New Mexico. Uh, I think New Mexico's purplish or purplish leaning blue. Really? Arizona. Yeah, Arizona, formerly red. Then John McCain died. Now it's purple. I didn't realize that. I thought they were all just I, outside of Colorado. I thought they were all pretty dark red. That's not the case. I'm surprised. Uh, Utah is the reddest, okay. but, uh, they also, they're like, it's a rare situation where it's like a, all, they don't like Trump. Oh, okay. It's the Mormon in them. Oh, fair. I think. Yeah. Uh, they like, they like, the, they, they, they like Mitt Romney. Uh, yeah, seems reasonable. Jay, I, not the biggest fan. I see the appeal. I think that, I don't know, I, up until recently I was like, Mitt's okay, I wouldn't feel terrified if Mitt were in charge, uh, but then he's so spineless that like oh, yeah. you think he has convictions because he talks a good game, and then he's like, "Oh, I I have no actual convictions. Those things were uh, for pretend. That was theater, you know." Uh, well, yeah, I got complicated thoughts on Mitt, but I'll, I'll leave those for another time. I uh, I think he has convictions. It's just I, they're bad. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah. maybe cut this whole last part out where I... Yeah, I don't know, I like talking about... I don't need I like, Romney coming at me to see... I don't know, this is the Rom Pod. <laughs> uh, the Ronderdome. Uh, the Ronderdome. <laughs> I bet one... I bet one of his fucking kids sub- is a subscriber. You think so? And they're going to be like, hey, Dad, they talked about you. This lady's got beef, and <laughs> it'll be a thing. And this, this guy... Kinda does, but it's a little more complicated. <laughs> yes, a lesson. That's uh, what Mick Romney's kids all sound like, I imagine. They all have like heavy Southern California accents. Yeah. Oh. Dad. Oh my God! I broke in a horse today. I it was amazing. Broke in a horse, like they were a pair of yeah. shoes. It was spitting out the bit, and then later on, it was okay. <laughs> I'll stop. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's pretty much all of Skyler till the end. Yes, she's kind of just, you know, on the road again. Uh, so then where are we next? Oh, are we at uh, the, the, the cafe with um, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, Mike and Jesse? Yeah, I, I guess I think before that is uh, uh, Walt getting the keys to the car wash. Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, yeah. So I'm getting the impression now... That this car wash is something that is, they've obviously only just started to own, but was mm-hmm. like important to the plot earlier in the show as well. Who knows? I don't think that like, I'm just saying it seems like this guy, the way he was lording over like, you think you're ready for this? Remember, you were just a cashier and I made you do stuff even though you were a cashier. I made you wipe things down. So I don't think you could be boss. I think that that means that this car wash is relevant, like, way earlier. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> they could just... Ne- this just could be a non-sequitur and the, just a bunch of info dump. Like, oh, shit, Walt used to work at a car wash. Oh, shit, this boss was kind of a dick to him. They, you're, you're right. Knows? They often introduce stuff without any type of payoff. They they often just uh, dump it in your lap and you have to deal with it. And you have to play ca- catch up. What a bunch of television. Uh, yeah, this man, his name's Bogdan. Uh, he is giving his old car wash, and he's kind of like dick to him. Um, and then he like keeps saying as they're giving their tour, like shit's broken. And he's like, you bought it as is. And then he tries to grab his little framed first dollar he made. And while it's like as is, and then he 
buys a Coke with it, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a very cocky move. It's interesting. Like, I've never heard of, like, uh, I'm sure it exists, but the fact that it was like, you bought it as is with the greeting cards and the stupid shit tchotchkes and everything in it. Like, you have the all the inventory based now. You know what I mean? I, I Yeah, I don't know if that's real, but, uh, like, this show's pretty... I mean, I've gushed about how good it is about little stuff like that, so I'm assuming it is. Yeah. Is, or, like, a thing maybe, like, to talk them down be like, hey, you don't need to fix shit. I'll buy it as is or whatever. Yeah, but that includes everything in your stock room, including... Yeah. I mean, I yeah, you assume he would, like, I don't know, like, take that stuff out of here, there, but I guess he had time to move it when he was packing up his shit and didn't do it. Yeah. Um... um all right, so that's a pretty common thing where people like frame their first dollar they made at their business, right? Sure, I've seen that at restaurants all the time. Feels like if you, I don't like taking money out of circulation. Yeah. So I'm glad that Walt put it back <laughs> in the economy. You think he did the right thing? That's fair. Uh, yeah, uh, I think he did. I think, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm an American. There we go. Uh, yep. Okay, so now we know they own a car wash, and mm-hmm. uh, now we see Jesse and Mike at the same diner that Mike met Lydia at, and Mike's eating what I can only is describe as gray meat. Uh, yeah, it's gray. What was that? It was like spongy gray meat covered in gravy. <laughs> I think it. I think it was like a meatloaf with gravy. Okay, but it seems gross yeah. because when Jesse, a very shook up Jesse, who you you inferred was coming clean off of drugs. Um, they said it. I, I, he said, um, I, I he said, I, uh, I just stopped using. It's hard. Oh, I thought there. maybe it was something to do. I guess I didn't catch that line. My bad. But, uh, mm. I thought it was something to do with Gail. Like he just recently killed Gail or something. Oh yeah. If he hadn't said that, I, I would have let you think that. Thank you. Um, but, um, but he, but he did say it. So I had to, I got to call spade a spade. So too uh, true. Um, mm-hmm. but then, uh, so now we're what What do they talk about in there i kind of forget yeah because it's not the time yet when gus comes in that's the second time and i really don't remember what they talked about at all yeah the first time they he kind of just makes him eat right yeah he's like hey man withdrawal's hard have some meat yeah and i think that's it okay and then uh yeah oh it's before this when Jesse and Walt were like cleaning up and then Jesse gets a call. No, that's afterwards. Is that after this? Yeah, because okay. it, um, it seems as though when Walt goes back to the dry cleaners, that was the first time they had seen each other in a while. And he's like, I got to get an update, but I don't know. Is that the next scene? I'm not sure. Hmm. I think that's later. What? Man, it's hard to... No, in this episode, we just watched this fucking thing. Don't you have the uh, the Wikipedia up? Yeah, but the Wikipedia kind of does it like by storyline, so I don't know. I'm just okay. I'm just gonna go. I'm I I am. We are slaves to the Wikipedia now. We're just gonna go uh, in order from when it says, and if it's not included, then fuck it. It wasn't in the episode. <laughs> sounds okay? sounds fine by me. Walter receives the keys to the car wash from Bogdan and avenges his past. In there. Oh, shit. It spoils stuff. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, Was it confirming some of my beliefs? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, there's a scene where Walt, it does all the Walt stuff first. We're going to do the Walt stuff. Okay. Uh, Walter has a scene with Walt Jr. They're eating breakfast. Um, and he's like, yeah, I guess I'm not moving back home. Kind of in the doghouse. Oh, yes. And then uh, Walt Jr. is like, it's not your fault. You're sick. She can't be mad at you for your cancer. So why is she mad at you about this? And I, I kept saying like, "Oh, you poor, poor boy." I felt so yeah. like I felt bad for him until he said, "Bitches, right?" And <laughs> that felt out of character. Can't live with them, but you gotta come. Mm-hmm. And that's the mm-hmm. and he's he did say he that. said exactly this. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that was a that was a hard scene to watch. Like, it almost seemed like Walt was getting mad at his own son for believing the lies that he told him. And I didn't like that. You know, it's like you put him in that place. His lies have woven a tapestry that even he cannot untangle. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then he's like, hey, son, let's get you a car. <laughs> and they 
drive to a dealership and then on a billboard is a Dodge Challenger. And he's like, yeah. How about instead a Dodge Challenger? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. And guess what? He gets a Dodge Challenger. And uh, you can tell he's like, man, boy, oh, boy, did I I totally use this potential divorce to my benefit. I'm going to be good at manipulating these dumb fucks. Yep. Yeah. And then he dances around. <laughs> um, uh, and- then next... Jesse Pinkman returns to the lab and Walter expresses doubt that Jesse was hired to help Mike. This is when they're talking outside the... Yes. Uh, they're, they're talking about a thing in the past that we have not seen yet. Yes. Where Jesse must have, like, saved the day. Yeah, it seemed like Mike may have been attempted, like an attempted... He might have been... Somebody might have tried to rob him. And... Uh, Walt is sowing seeds of doubt into that setup because he's like, I bet that, you know, Gus hired these people to like seem, make it seem like it's a setup or whatever, but, and like to, to win you over, to turn you against me. And, you know, Jesse's like, why can't you think I do anything good? You're such a jerk, you know? (laughs) Yeah, he gives him the bird. That's a thing I enjoy to see. So I was happy that that happened, you know? And then Walt ended the scene by saying, it's all about me. He says it to himself, which is fun. uh, yeah, that was that was just uh, quite a line to hear any person say ever. Uh, like with big big fan of knowing thyself, big fan. Yeah, does that does is that the first time we get the sense in the whole season series that Walt's a complete narcissist? No, but it's the first time he kind of just says it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they walk in and clean, 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 and Jesse gets a phone call. Uh, and it, he's like, gotta go. My bud's calling. And I think it's Mike or, J- or Gus or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then Walt gets all like harumphy and, oh, wait, 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 wait sorry. Uh, yeah. Walt's all harumphy and he pays, um, some, uh, Honduran, Hondor, Hondurian, how, how would they... If you're from Honduras, what are you? Women from Honduras. Okay, that's a cop-out. <laughs> that is... You You not only gendered it, you changed what I was trying to do. Okay, that's saying, fair. All right, uh-huh. so... Uh, Honduras... Hondurista? Hondurite? Hondurin? Hon- Listeners in Honduras, uh, <laughs> please let us know. Tweet at us, and we will correct this on the next episode. Anyway, some Honduran women... Yes. Honduran. There we go. Honduran. Women from Honduras, fine, you were right. <laughs> uh, he, uh, who do not speak English, he's like, hey, here's $50. Do you want to clean downstairs? Code clean. And the women are like, initially like, no. And he should have left it at that point. Like, listen to their mm-hmm. initial no. But instead, he pushes it. And I don't like that. He, yeah, they were clearly like, all right, yeah, shit. I mean, we'll clean. We can get paid to clean. But and then, like, when he started taking him to the lab, they're like, we. They were like, we're not supposed to go down there. Yeah, we're, we're no, I don't think so. And he bribes them, and then kind of taunts mm-hmm. Gus with it. And of course, when he taunt Gus with something, Gus has a reaction to that. And so, in this instance, when they came back from cleaning the lab, uh, he de- he took the women back to Honduras. He <laughs> <laughs> get fucking deported. Yeah. Which is, um, like, they've seen shit. Like, I'm surprised he doesn't, like... Kill them. He's like, yeah, we're gonna kill them. Yeah. You did this. I'm surprised. I'm wondering if Gus is the type of person to, like, just drop him off in the middle of, like, nowhere Honduras, or if he's gonna set them up with a nice life. Like, I, I can't tell. Here's why I think this is a bad... Because pl- clearly they're uh, they're here undocumented. Yeah. Meaning, if they get back to Honduras, they kind of got nothing to lose by squealing. Because what are they going to do? Deport him again? Yeah. So if he just is like, hey, I'm moving you to Wyoming now. Uh, and you're just going to figure it out. Then they're still in America, so they got something they want. But also they can't really squeal or else they'll get found out. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering like how much they really understood about the lab. So maybe there was nothing for them to squeal about. Because maybe, as far as they know, they just work at a big laundry True. I'm just talking about if Gus is covering all his bases and being like, the best way, I don't want to kill these women. I don't want them to squeal. Send them to Honduras or send them elsewhere in the U.S. I just think there's more pros in sending them elsewhere in the U.S. Mm. That's just that's just me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that's all the Walt stuff until the very end. Uh, and, uh, yeah, later on, Jesse and Mike are in a car. Yes, they are in a car, and they're outside a meth house. And uh, Mike's like, I'm gonna, we're going to sit right here because uh, there's some blue meth in there, and we're going to ask some questions and get it back. It, but we got to wait it out. And Jesse's like, I know meth, and I'm going to just go get it because I'm impatient. Uh, You're going to skip over the sandwiches. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I did f- skip over the sandwiches. One of the sandwiches had pimento cheese, and you're a big and fan a of big, that. Yeah, I really wanted one. I haven't ever had pimento cheese, I think, just on its own. I don't know. I've had it, like, in stuff, but not, like, a sandwich yeah, of I, it. I believe I've only had it in stuff, too, but it's it's quite good. Divine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, the che- all the cheeses, except for some of them, are very good. What's your least favorite cheese? Don't like the blue. Oh, you don't like blue cheese. I should have remembered uh, this. I, I I like blue cheese dressing. I don't like blue cheese crumbles. Mm, I like yeah. it all. I don't really like... Really? I like blue cheese dressing and crumbles. I don't like... Um, I don't know that there's... Oh, I guess I don't... No, I, I like it all. I like all the cheeses I've had so far. Well, you very specifically... You enjoy buffalo wings quite a bit. Yes, correct? I do. I'm a buffalo girl. I'm a buffalo wing Which girl. means, like, to be a completionist in the buffalo wing oeuvre, you kind of got to be into blue cheese, right? I think so. I think it's a it's a... It's an essential part of, like, the purest experience. Yeah, I guess. It's just, like, I feel like that's doing ranch dressing dirty, which I think is better Mm. and tastes better with buffalo wings. I like a variety. Sometimes when I make buffalo chicken sandwiches, I put a little bit of the dressing of the, 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 the ranch on, and then I put the crumbles of blue cheese on top, and I feel like I have... Interesting. I have my whole experience complete, and I'm happy. And for those moments, I am actually happy, and it's a pure joy, and I'm experiencing everything I need in life, and then it's over, and I I have nothing but memories, and I know I'm one more buffalo chicken sandwich closer to death. Um, Do you prefer a buffalo chicken sandwich or a wing? Oh, shit. I guess it just depends on my mood, right? Like... Kind of a Freudian slip because I didn't even mention buffalo chicken sandwiches. I was just thinking of the time when you were over and like those those sandwiches I would often make. Oh god, those were good. Yeah, I know they were great. (laughs) Meg would make a bunch of buffalo chicken in a slow cooker for me and her kids, and uh, her she like her when you have kids you gotta like be like hey you gotta have like five big bites, but I wanted it all so I'd be like well maybe they don't maybe we could (laughs) maybe I could just have it. Do you remember how my son used to dip it in? ketchup and we'd have to just yeah that was your son's a monster for that that's yeah. that's wild he likes ranch now he's over ketchup oh, and that's God. good he is growing up that's good yeah yeah um anyway yeah. back to uh, not <laughs> sandwiches uh so yeah jesse very rudely turns down a sandwich which i thought you know was ungrateful and you don't do that you just take a sandwich or you say no thank you i'm not hungry right now you're you can mm. be more polite about it jesse um and he stomps on over to this house, and he rattles on the door, and a, a meth head answers, and he's, you know, tweaking, and then there's a man in the background just screaming, and I was like, this is kind of like, like, I'm used to this type of, like, close the door! Uh, like, my mom would just yell that all the time, but she wasn't on meth. Yeah. I should not it's, have said that. <laughs> it, well, it was, it was fun that, for me, because the guy who opened the door, uh, his name's Tucker, uh-huh. and that's uh, the name of one of my dogs. Oh, is it? The only boy mm-hmm. dog? The only boy dog named Tucker. Tucker and the ladies. Tucker and the girls. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, he's a golden retriever, and they're all little. So he's just like this big Mufasa-type figure running around with like these little uh, nymphs. So it's fun. <laughs> it sounds delightful. I, it's a, oh, I should have shot. Yeah, that's the part of God. They're the best part about Iowa. You did say, like, oh, I'll show you in a minute in the last episode and then you never show me the ring of gr- dogs. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. You, I forgot. They're definitely not here now. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, mm-hmm. anyhow, so Jesse decides, you know, he's going to go back to the car and Mike is kind of like, so we go with plan A then in a real cocky way. And he's, yeah, he makes a face too. It's wonderful. <laughs> uh, do your best recreation just for me of the face. Um, okay. He's like, and it's plan A then. And then he takes a sip of his coffee and then goes. <laughs> that was that was good. That was very sassy. Yeah, listener, you fucking missed it. That was <laughs> aces. Um, and then uh, Jesse's like, nah, I'm not going out like that. 
and he goes to the trunk and you think he's going to get a gun, or at least I did, but instead he gets a shovel and just starts digging up the front yard. Yeah, they do a really fun thing where they put a little camera at the end of that shovel and said, hey, Aaron Paul, go shove this camera in your (laughs) Yeah, that was very fun. Uh, Mm -hmm. And when Tucker comes out to investigate, apparently if you just tell... If you're just very vague to a meth head, they get right on board. They, like, accept that reality immediately and want to participate in it, uh, at least and in When this you case. said Tucker comes out to investigate, I just imagine the Golden Retriever coming out to investigate a dead bird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I just, you, you threw me back into another place. We are uh, we are in the meth head house now. and With a jacked meth head. Yeah, that... Was a lot to see that man like that. <laughs> I I mean, I can't, I don't know a lot of meth heads, so I can't tell if that was like they went overboard on the makeup or they underserviced it or what, but that was a sight to see. That looked upsetting. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even have a name. He's um, on IMDb, he's billed as Scary Skell, is the character Scary name. Scary Skell. Yeah, with S K E L L. So is his name That's not fine. Skell then? I guess Skeleton Man? I don't know. Yeah, in, in on the Wikipedia, it's also, like, guest appearances, this guy as Scary Skeleton. Okay. So, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, um, he was scary. He did a good job being scary. He had a big old gun, and he was definitely going to shoot Jesse. And Jesse was trying to talk him down. And then Mike kind of bumbles in, and Jesse hits him on the mm-hmm. head with a bong and knocks yep. him unconscious. Which I thought, like meth heads in the middle of like using were crazy strong is that not true yeah but i think like getting hit in the head's getting hit in the head i so like i don't i can't speak with any authority on this but it sounded like it would take a lot to incapacitate a meth head because they're just firing so on so many cylinders that like even knocking them unconscious would be doing would be difficult you know well, possibly i thought it was kind of cool I feel like in any other show, that bong would have shattered <laughs> when he hit him over the head. And I like that it was just a blunt object yeah. that he hit him with. Well, yeah. And it stayed blunt. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, mm. So then they retrieve the bucket of meth. And the bucket of meth has a mm-hmm. message written in Spanish on it. And that we, yeah, we come to learn it says, ready to talk. And, um, which seems to be a Sniper McSniperman wrote that. What a dramatic way to communicate. Why couldn't they have just sent a text message? Like, Because uh, I think we talked about this earlier. To do so, they would have had to use T9 Word. Oh, yes. Back when this takes place, and that is difficult. <laughs> this was the more direct approach, absolutely, to kill yeah, those guys. Was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Much easier. Ready to talk? Like, I I don't even have a phone in front of me. Wouldn't You'd have to hit what, the nine button, like, four times to get to that R? Oh, yeah. And then you have to move up to, like, four. Okay, that's fair. I just think that, like, a lot of things had to go right for them to get the top of that chicken bucket. True. But, uh, yeah, and I'm I'm just saying that this show would not make sense in a post-T9 word world. Oh, fair, 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 fair. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, Yeah. I think then it cuts to the diner again. It's nighttime. There's more gray meat. Clearly, they filmed this at the same time yeah. they filmed the other scene. Just different just different clothes. Uh, yeah. And yeah, Jesse is in better spirits now. He's he's doing okay. But uh, what what was their initial conversation, I guess? Uh, I don't... I don't think we see much of them talking. I think Gus just... I think they're just... Like chatting about coming, and then Gus walks in, like, yeah, sorry, kid, gotta talk business. I literally, I don't, I don't remember what they okay, talked about. Oh, fair. Uh, so yeah, yeah, Jesse waits outside, and Gus gets the message from Mike, who's like, hey, so uh, I could, you know, go to all out war with the cartel. You give me 10, mm-hmm. 15 guys, good guys, and we could have this over with. We'll go to Mexico and kill them. And instead, Gus is like, nah, I, this war stays cold, I think was his exact phrase. Yeah. And um, then they they talk about the meeting that they're going to set up later, which we know turns out to be a bit of a disappointment when they only send one guy. Yes. Um, And then uh, also, we never talk about this. That sniper guy is kind of sexy. Yeah, he's pretty hot. Yeah, he's a hot sniper Um, He does a lot of bad stuff, so I don't like to think that, but he's very hot. But we talk about how Gus is kind of hot, and Gus does a lot of bad stuff, too. 
True. You know what? You're right. You're calling spades spades <laughs> and you're calling balls and strikes. And if you're keeping me honest, yeah, Gus is hot and I probably shouldn't think he's hot if I have any kind of code. Yeah, I shouldn't either. But man, there's just, as you would say, something about a guy who just gets things done, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of Mitt Romneying right now. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. Uh, okay. So then. Uh, oh, then Gus goes and talks to Jesse. And Jesse is like. What what exactly was that conversation? I can't remember. Uh, Jesse's like, hey, what do you? Jesse's kind of like is a little bit like, hey man, what, what is this? <laughs> like, like what are we? Let's define and this relationship. Just, yeah. Yeah, and then Gus, wearing a pea coat, I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, is in it just says, I like to think I see things in people, which we Jesse says. Jesse kind of takes that hook, line, and sinker. He says it in the next episode of Walt. Oh, yeah. he. I think, like, Jesse just is looking for somebody to believe in him, it seems like. Jesse seems like, uh, yeah, a rescue dog at some point. Yeah. And uh, definitely like it at this point. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's a wrap on Jesse. And later on, we see the final scene of the episode, which is uh, Skylar arriving home. She came home. Yeah, she came home with the baby. She decided to hell with it. I guess I'll come back, which... I knew it was going to happen, but maybe no one else did, uh, if they were watching it the right way. And her son is just over the moon to see her because he got a new car, and he's telling her all about it. And she says, go ahead, drive it around the block. It's great. Uh, and, yeah, initially, Walt is, like you said, in the doghouse. He's acting uh, very, you know, timid and like, oh, you know, everything's great. Everything's good. Uh, and then Scadler's like... That car's got to fucking go. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't the right way to do that. No, that was good. I was just like, she. I it was. I was weirdly okay. That I know we both like Skylar on the show. Yeah. But I weirdly just got flashbacks of all the times when I watched this in the right order, and everyone's like, "God, Skylar's such a bitch," and I'm like, "Nah, she's really reasonable." So like, even when he just did that voice, I was like. She's really reasonable, man. Oh, even though I know you know that too. I was just doing a bit, but yeah, I, I know you know that. Yeah, no, you're, uh, you're right. No, you're right. And listen, I famously can't do bits because I take everything too seriously. So <laughs> that's on me. Uh, my bad, everyone. I'll um, I'll work on that. Uh, so with all that in mind, she brings up a lot of good points, like, hey, the IRS, hey. Uh, Hank and Marie and the neighbors and uh, we can't stay chill if we got a brand new challenger in the driveway just for our son and we drive piece of shit old cars that are all like out of business like what are we doing uh, and then she's like you're gonna you like uh, she she brought up something that I think is interesting which is that like it's gonna be blamed on her that this car is going back when it was Walt's fuck up in the first place and it's gonna make Walt Jr. hate his mom and adore his dad and you know she says like and it kind of and all all that comes to pass yeah no she's right she knew exactly what was going to happen because she's a smart woman yeah yeah Yeah. and then but before all that Walt uh, I was mentioning this in the chat Walt kind of does try what I always tell him to try where he's like hey (laughs) I'm sorry for how angry I was back there I listen you're great we got a great kid I just love our family so much. Like, he kind of does say that. He tries very hard to be, yeah, to kind of butter her up by communicating in a way that he doesn't often, or at least uh-huh. up until, at least any point after this, he doesn't do at all, ever. Yeah, did not feel manipulative. Yeah. Which was, and then it kind of slips into that when he's, well, it slips into like, uh, what's the word? What's the word where, narcissism, where he's like, a father should be able to buy his son. Nice thing. Yeah. Um, and then she says a line that I think should, cause I was saying, uh, I am the one who knocks probably the most famous line from Breaking Bad. She says a line at the end that I totally forgot about, but probably should <coughs> be famous from this show. It's really good. The line that's like, uh, I'm the one, what, what is it exactly? I don't want to butcher it. It's, I think it's, uh, oh, it's written right here on the Wikipedia. Someone has to protect this family from the man who protects this family. Mm. It's kind of like a who watches the Watchmen kind of thing. And then she just kind of struts off and that's the end of the episode, right? She sashays. There's a saunter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
And then it, she kind of undercut it. And I don't know if this was uh, Anna Gunn doing it, but then she farts. <laughs> really loud. And she makes uninterrupted eye contact. And then she does that thing with her hand where she, like, whiffs it away. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Yep. She goes, and, mm. uh, and goes, P.U. <laughs> and then walks away. Executive producer Vince Gilligan. Felt had a place, but everything before that was so good, I was fine with yeah. it. Yeah. What a way to end an episode. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, wow. God, we're fucking good at time in these just perfect is it almost an hour uh, it's almost exactly an hour we're wow. professionals well we just have to uh i have to grade this one yeah go ahead throw it a grade hmm. all right well when i think about it this wasn't a lot of action outside of the opening scene i i don't know what you want from me like they're a baseline well-written episodes right they're above average yeah. all the time it's a well there's yeah there's there- I'll, I'll spoil this. There's not a bad episode of Breaking Bad. There just there just is not okay. like, a, like a clunker. So you'll never see that. I think this is I think this is a B or a B plus. You know, it seems like it's setting up a lot of stuff. It seems like it's it is very dramatic, but it's not those uh, self-contained wild romps that I enjoy so well that always put it over yeah. the top. And so I'd hate Definitely to be predictable, that. but that's just how it is. I forgot in 2019, The Ringer. Uh, do you ever visit that website? No. Uh, it's good. It's a good website. Good good culture site. They do a lot of sports stuff I don't really pay attention to. Um, but I've heard it's good for that, too, if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, they ranked every Breaking Bad episode, and this was number 22. Hmm. Well, there you go. Do you know what was number, six, you know what was number 61? Uh, is... No. Bug! No! Yeah. Our favorite episode? Our favorite episode is number 61. I mean, not a whole lot happened in that episode. Yeah, but we love that episode. Like I said, there's not a bad episode of Breaking Bad. Like, I think, um... Actually, the, the episode they said last was probably the episode we've dunked on most um, on this podcast, which was uh, Hazard Pay, if you remember that. Oh, I remember Hazard Pay. That's the one where he dresses up like a lawyer in the beginning and and what and so on and so forth. Is that right? Wait, what? Who dresses up like a lawyer? Mike is a like a. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you're right. OK. He dresses uh, like, like paralegal. A, um, paralegal. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it's where they go to the tortilla plant. Yes. Um, so that one is very much just like, yeah, setting things up. That's a... It's, yeah, and if that's the worst episode of Breaking Bad, and it's still pretty good. Yeah, it's still entertaining for sure. Yeah, Bug, and then... Um, ooh, so Bug is number 62. Or Bug is 61, Hazard Pay 62. Number 60, the episode we're watching next ooh, week, baby. So it's going to be another tepid episode. Probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> um... Okay, great. Do you want to know what's number one? Uh, number one was Ozymandias. Ozymandias, baby. You have not seen number two. Number three is Face Off. Oh, that was a fun one. That was a fun one. And uh, let's see. I'm just looking at the top ten. I won't do this to you. <laughs> uh, number seven is Granite State. That's a good pick. I like that episode. That's the second one? No. That's uh, seven. No, uh, in order, because... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Second one. N- number eight is Say My Name. That's the first one you saw with Mike. Mm. Number nine is Crawl Space. And number 10, you have not seen. Very surprised. The finale's uh, not in the top 10. Mm. What? Interesting. Where is that? Well, number 19. Interesting. All right. Well, I've dicked around enough of your time. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about our, our heroes this week. Well, interesting about this. So the only true under fives in this episode... Uh, I gotta be better at this. Guys, we like to shout out the heroes, the people who make this world seem like a lived-in place. Uh, so we, uh, name drop the people who have five lines or less. There we are. Uh, and so, I, yeah, there are three under fives. They're all who you'd expect, the three Honduran women. Yes. The most, uh, like, very much make the world feel real. Very much. But clearly, A, local hires, and B, most likely not even actors. <laughs> uh, Two of them, I'll, I mean, I'll name them. It's Celia Anaya, mm. Maria El Pardo, Veronica Yaquez. And um, Maria and Veronica, their only credit is this episode of Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. And Celia was also 10 years before this episode of Breaking Bad. And some Spanish language looks like direct-to-video thing called Muertes a Medianoche. So, you know. I understand. Local hires. Well, yeah. Thank you, ladies, for in adding to the reality of this scene. And yeah, uh, and here's what I'll tell you, ladies: you got the goods. You got to get back out. You got to get out there. Mm-hmm. You got a credit. 
you probably got what a thousand dollars for yeah this? probably and they probably didn't have to pay any type of representation to think about it hell no you did yeah so you know get out there <laughs> I can't find your headshots, Maria. <laughs> Most likely you don't they don't exist, but still tweet at us, I'll, I'll send you some phot- photographers I know. <laughs> Me and Meg are in the business. We're, we can make shit happen. We, yeah, we make shit happen. We're well connected. We dropped that bit for a long time, but it's, it's back, baby. It's back and we're just as serious as ever. Uh, and mm-hmm. follow Lauren Sharp on Twitter, LL Cool Sharp. Follow Lauren Sharp on Twitter. Uh, my brother listens to this podcast. I name drop him sometimes. His name's Evan. He has a baby. Her name's Lady Baby. Okay, okay. we're done. Um, we should do be better about this. Uh, if, you guys, if you guys like this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Um, we would love to hear. We'll what subscribe you anywhere, yeah. but rate and review on iTunes. Please let us give us validation through your kind words or just really any type of words on the internet. We would appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, and I iTunes is the only place I know you can, or Apple Podcasts is the only place I know you can write a review, but like, I don't know. If you figure out a way to write one elsewhere, do it. Give us a Yelp review. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, please review us on ratemyprofessor.com. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how... That was a great pull from nowhere. That was good. <laughs> I just can't think of anything else you review stuff That on. was the best oh. one. You picked the okay, best one. Okay, thank you, thank you. Uh, follow us on Meg. Give us the social media. Uh, at Breaking Bass Pod, Breaking Bad Pod, at Breaking Back Pod on Twitter and Breaking Backwards on Facebook and Instagram. Meg does some fucking dope memes every time an episode drops to promote the episode. You should be watching. Them. Often misspelled because I'm uh, I haven't been sleeping well lately, but uh, lately I've been much better about that. So there you go. I haven't noticed, and she sends everyone to me, so that's my fault too. <laughs> uh, but until next time. A mighty fair Heisenberg. Heisenberg. To you. To you. Fair listener. Fair listener. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>